0: Ooh, what's good, Wizards fans? We've got a little bit of a news dump we're gonna talk about. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. We're gonna talk a little bit about Grant Williams and Landry Shamet and a preview of the Summer League. Let's get to it.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: So thank you guys for making a of the Wizards your first lesson every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right. So uh, the Grant, Grant Williams actually just got traded not too long ago. I'm going to look for the trade. Uh, he got traded, to. But the reason why I'm going to bring him up is because there was a report from the Athletic that, saying, that was saying that the Wizards are interested in possibly doing a sign-in trade for Grant Williams or signing him. Now the news is outdated. Um, but I did want to get your thoughts. So Grant Williams was actually just traded to the Mavericks for Reggie Bullock and an unprotected Dallas pick swap in 2030 and then multiple second round picks as well. So um, I just want to get your thought about that report. And then, of course, um, just looking on social media, there were some people that were upset about you know him once again, possibly another player coming in, possibly taking minutes away from uh, some of the young guys
2: interesting man it was very interesting to see that we were even interested <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. um when i saw that the washington wizards were among the interested um teams man i was like okay which i mean if you look at kuzma coming back jordan Poole coming on dc it tells me that they're trying to retool not so much going to a full rebuild because they're trying to make moves to make this a somewhat competitive team which kind of falls in line with you know the the whole mo of tele where they want to try to be a playoff team i mean because look this team is not going to be trash, man. I mean, especially if you add a Grant Williams, that's not a trash team. So they're trying to make some moves to make this team somewhat competitive. Now, I'm not saying that we're trying to challenge for a playoff spot, but we're definitely trying to make this a watchable, very somewhat competitive team. So yeah, I was very surprised to see that we were in the hunt for him. And I think that really, because I know we're going to talk about potential who we would send their way, but Look, I kind of like what I see, you know. you know, now they're not really trying to go into a full rebuild because a lot of their actions show me that they're trying to retool. You know, the the, the first step was obviously getting that monstrosity contract off the books, you know, Bradley Bill's contract and then Chris is. So I kind of like the move, man. I like you know, they're they're hungry. They you know the, the fact that they're trying to make moves and improve this team. I like what I see. So um potential who would I send their way if we were in the running for Grant Williams? Well. I know people ain't going to be happy, but I would kind of Denny would be one of those names that I would put in trade talks because he's on an aspiring contract. And if you indeed trying to retool and Grant Williams is here for multiple years, then he's expendable at that point at the four or at the three, wherever you want to choose to play Denny. But So I would definitely include Denny. You know, we have an influx of second-round picks. So, you know, that's the thing about this front office and the situation that the Washington Wizards is right now, man, because we have a lot of flexibility. With with the picks we have obtained and the aspiring contracts and some of the young pieces like Denny or maybe even Kispert that could be made available, we are very, very flexible. So, you know, getting back to Grant Williams, man, I think it's really cool seeing that we were just involved with trying to obtain him. because When I saw our names on it, man, that was telling me that we're trying to retool, not so much rebuild, and I can dig it because this is this is gonna be a watchable team next year, Coos and Pool. So yeah, I kind of you know I ain't to lot to you. I kind of wanted Grant Williams, man. When I saw we were in the running, man, you know. And I get it. We were talking about it before the show, man. You know, the people are. What's, what's the first thing that people are gonna say? You know, who's he taking minutes away from? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, he can. You have variables where at that point you could probably put. Wait, I mean, think about. It. Would you put Grant Williams at what at the four?
0: Yeah, so I would put him at the four. He is what six six, two thirty-six, yeah. but he plays big. He's listed as a power forward. Um, because you know, he he played as he, he was playing five at, at some point. He was playing the five man at some yeah. points with the, the Celtics, even though of course they had Al Horford, they had Robert Williams, they had a couple bigs. Um, uh, but yeah, he plays bigger than his height for sure. Uh he, he he's a tough guy and he does provide some toughness that the Wizards don't really have.
2: So I mean. You know, hypothetically, if we got Grant Williams, you could slide Koos to the three. And the only person you're really taking minutes away from would be the guy that I was sending in return for a trade, which was Denny. So I don't really, you know, it would be a good move. But, you know, again, obviously he's in Dallas now. But, you know, to see them being aggressive to a certain degree, trying to find young talent to bring to D.C., man, that's something we haven't seen in a while. So, no, I I love seeing that. I love seeing that. I want to see us. (laughs) I want to see our names more involved with a lot more players going forward.
0: Yeah, it certainly was interesting. It certainly interesting. Certainly was intriguing. Now it does kind of bring in the the question of what they are trying to do. Um, like you said, they're trying to retool. And the people who were upset about bringing Kuzma back because he may help us win too many games, which I disagree with. I don't think Kuzma would have would have pushed our ceiling that much to the point where we're going to make the playoffs or to play in. And same thing with Grant Williams. Even though Grant Williams kind of. I feel like he's a guy that you bring in if you really, really want to win. Kind of like he's of the mold of those tough guys, the three and D tough guys that will get in your face, be real physical, is going to play tough defense, knock down threes. Uh, he's a good three-point shooter, too. we started with 39% from the three-point line last year. Now, it didn't have a great playoffs, but um, he's a guy that's super, super reliable. Uh, yeah, shot 39% from the three, eight points a game. Uh, two assists, four boys. So he's just a steady-eddy guy. Didn't have a great playoffs, but he had, he had one big game in the playoffs where he had 14 points. Uh, but the guy plays hard. Plays really hard. He's going to get up in your face. You see him getting up in Jimmy Butler's face. We just don't have a lot of guys that kind of are physical, mean guys, and I thought he definitely would have brought an edge to the team. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't banging on the table to get him, but it was interesting as far as him taking away minutes from guys like Denny or, or some of the young guys. It's just like, yeah, you got to compete. But, personally, I... I would – I didn't, I don't see the point. I didn't see the point of bringing him in. I just feel like right now where the roster's at, I feel like they should go more of an evaluation route. Let's see what Denny has for the rest of the season. At the trade deadline, if they don't like what they see, go ahead and trade him. Go ahead and move on um and then let some other guys play but at at this point yeah i just didn't see the point of bringing a grant i feel like grant is a is a move kind of like bringing a guys like pj tucker or jay crowder guys that i feel like you know last year we were talking about bringing a jay crowder because you know we thought that they were going to try to make a plan at least playoff push i feel like grant williams is a guy that you kind of bring in to make somewhat of a playoff push and i just see this roster where it's at right now i just feel like they're in a in a rebuild mode or a roster that's an evaluation roster at this point so Personally, I was, I was just like, you know, I, I didn't see the point of bringing him in, but I, I do like him as a player. I do like him as a player. Now, if they are going to get him for the mid-level exception and just sign him outright, I was fine with that. But I didn't – personally, I, I didn't I, – I do want to see more from Denny. Would he take minutes from Denny? Yeah, he, he probably would have. He probably would have. But at the same time, Denny's got to step up too and, and, and create minutes for himself and earn it. He's got to beat guys out and get on the floor and be more consistent for sure. So – um Just saying, just seeing their name in a hat form is intriguing, but I I definitely wouldn't trade anything for Grant Williams. And the Celtics reportedly won a first round pick. I was like, I'm definitely not giving you a first round pick for Grant Williams. Maybe some seconds, kind of like what they got. They got Reggie Bullock Bullock, and a couple second round picks. I think that's a fair trade. So even if the Wizards did that, because we have so many second round picks, it's kind of like, you know, we got even more. We have way more second round picks to give away. So it's not like I was. I would have been upset over that, but I I just didn't see the point of bringing him in, honestly. I really didn't see the point. I I think we just roll with what you got. Um, Roll with Blau. Even though he's a two, Denny's a three or four, roll with Denny, see what he's got. You already brought in Kuz. You already brought back Kuz. See what he's got. Um, So that was my thinking. Pat Baldwin, let's see what he's got. Vuksevich, let's see what he's got. Throw some of those guys in there and and see see what they have. So that was just my thinking on it.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, My first choice is to see what Denny has offered this year. You know, I want to see a big improvement with his game. You know, I don't want to – I'm with you. I was kind of confused. Like, you know, we're really, you know really about the direction of the team. You know, we went from going to a full rebuild, which, you know, I get it. Kuzma, the signing was a little confusing. But when you look at the CBA and the 90% of the cap, it makes mm-hmm. sense now. But yeah, I wouldn't, I'm with you. I wasn't really banging on the door to get him. I was intrigued. But here's here's the, like, the psychology behind it, man. Mm-hmm. And th- this is why it's chess, not checkers, man. It's because – you know they say all attention is good attention, right? In business world, man. You know that's the fact that their name was involved is letting people know that where they're at. You know the chances are they weren't really trying to obtain them, but they're letting people know that they're in the market to make this team better. And that's and that's why I'm kind of looking at it from an executive standpoint is that you know in the in the past you you never really saw a name involved with any kind of improvements the last two to three years, man. You know it's just. I mean, nobody knew we were really going for Porzingis till it happened. Like you didn't see it connected to him at any point. That you know, so I think that's what they're trying to do. They do just by linking a name with potential moves is letting them know that there's a new sheriff in town and this front office is going to try to make this team better. You know, whether it's this year, whether it's down the line, but they're letting people know that this is going to be a front office that is going to try to make moves. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I wasn't banging on the door for him. Um, and I'm with you, man. I want to see Denny what he can do this year. I want to see if he can finally break out because I want him to go into this offseason, man, and work on his deficiencies. I want to see how good he can be. Because look, I'm all in for a rebuild. I want to see these young guys. This is the biggest thing about this year, next year, who shoot? Maybe even a third year. I want to see these young guys and what they can really, really do. You know, whether it's Denny, Kispert, you know, I want I want to see Johnny Davis take that step. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I I'm me personally. I want to to kind of move them from some of these expirings And I had no problem with putting the young guys out in the fire to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Now, I don't think that Bilal should start yet. I think that he should, definitely needs to start on the bench. But, I mean, a lineup where Kispert and Denny both starts, I would love to see that because I want to see, especially those two, I want to see they, what they can do in the start lineup on the rebuilding team. So, I'm with you, man. Now, I wasn't knock on the door for Grant Williams, but it was intriguing to see our name connected with him. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. So, we're going to get a quick word here from BetterHelp, and then we're going to talk about, uh, land some Landry your news and then preview the summary. but before we do get to that today's episode is brought to you by better help sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships or anything else therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything the more practice you get the easier it gets if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge let therapy be your map with better help visit betterhelp.com slash locked on nba today get to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash locked
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up
0: Thank you guys for making a lot of widgets for your first listen every day for every day or tomorrow on the show. We're going to be talking about Tyus Jones. Make sure you guys check that out. All right. So um, last thing I'll say about Grant Williams, too, uh, and bringing him in once again, I don't think it would boost our win total, but it would kind of, you know, I know people are questioning, you know, is this a middle build again? after bringing Kyle Kuzma back so I, I think bringing in Grant Williams would kind of bring up the question of are they middle building kind of like they did before because i think if you bring in Grant Williams it does change it, 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 all of this is already past but it is just questioning are who else are they are they going to try to bring somebody else and i know the 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 some, the free agent pool is definitely drying up i think the only really the biggest name out there that I think possible the Wizards could really get his bowl, bowl. Mo Bamba just signed with the Lakers. I think that's a guy that they should have brought in. I think they need they need more front court help more than getting another small forward or a four. I think they need a backup to Gafford because if Gafford gets injured, knock on wood, or he gets tired, like he has in the past, um, he gets winded, you know, your backup big. Your backup center is Mike Muscala. He's not really a center. I mean, you do have Vuksovich. Um, Is he ready yet? Or is he going to be playing in the G League? We'll see uh, in the summer league games coming up. But you can't really base too much off the summer league. So um, that was just my question marks with getting Grant Williams, but I think he definitely would have boosted the toughness and the, the physicality for this roster as well. And he p- could have played small ball five. Just looking at the Thunder, you know, they, they played small ball last year. They played Giddy, Shea Gilgis, um, who else? Lou Dort, and um, Jalen Williams who was in the starting five. They have four yeah. small smaller guys, you know, 6'5, 6'6, 6'7, and then Jalen Williams, who's, who's about 6'10 to 6'11. So they kind of played a small ball kind of style. So maybe they could have thought and tried to do that with Grant Williams out there too. But, um, yeah, so it, it, once again, it, it's intriguing. It's something that, that ended up not happening. So, you know, we'll move on from that. But it is interesting to see the direction of this roster and what they're trying to do. So clearly we'll move on to Landry Schmet. Um, So the report on him is that the Miami Heat are intrigued. Um, this is the report from Greg Silvinder. Quote, he's quoted to say, As this complicated multi team trade is being worked on, the land Lillard in Miami, a player who Miami has expressed interest in and per source is sharpshooter Landry met who is now in Washington. So, what are your thoughts on that? Because of the Damian Lillard trade, they have to add a bunch of teams to it to make it happen.
2: Hey, move him, move him. Yeah, you know, I, want, I want Johnny to too, man, on the, on the second unit. Move him. I mean, I like his game, man. And you know, any any other time, I would love them on this team. but Look, Johnny Davis needs playing time, and at the, it's a uh, two-guard on the second unit. So, yeah, move him to get, get the chance. Get a second-round pick, get whatever you can, but yeah, definitely move him. Because if you look at aspiring contracts, you got him, uh, you got Gallinari, you got Muscala. Uh, I mean, Gallinari and Muscala, you don't necessarily need to move because they're depth right now. So you can definitely move them at the deadline, get their value up, and then send them on their way. But as far as Shemette, man, yeah, absolutely. I want Johnny Davis on the second unit, and he, he's really holding up Johnny Davis. So yeah, because if you look at the you know a potential depth chart, um obviously, you know, you're looking at Koulibaly, he's gonna kind of be back up second unit at the three, play two. But nah, I don't want anybody in Johnny Davis's way. I want to see what he can do right now off the bench. So yeah, if you have a chance to move him, definitely move him because I think he's got value. So yeah, if any if you can move him, move him.
0: Yeah, I certainly would too. Uh, definitely to consolidate the roster, let Johnny get minutes at the two, maybe in court, Kisper and minutes at the two. Jordan Poole's, of course, going to get about 35 to 40 minutes a game at the two, maybe even play at the one. Um, but, yeah, I think you do have little, a little bit of a logjam there with Landry Schmidt. He's an older guy. You know, what's, what's the direction of the team with him? I mean, what's the long-term future with him? Would he be taking minutes away from Johnny? Once again, Johnny's got to earn the minutes. but at the same time, you, you just want to see what you got in your first-round pick. Even though they didn't draft Johnny, you still want to give the guy a chance just to see what you got. It is a rebuilding as a, or I'll just say a research and development kind of, year, kind of year or an evaluation kind of year. So you just want to see what you got in Johnny Davis. Get it, let him get as many minutes as he can. Bilal, they think that he's a guard, that he can play guard. He can play the two. He said it himself. Well, Dawkins said it. He's going to be playing guard uh, in summer league. So, uh, you know, Landry shemet he's a guy that, you know, doesn't have any ties here, a veteran. So you kind of know what he is. You know, there's – you know, he's already hit his ceiling in the league. He's a good player, but he's more of a rotational role player. And if Miami's going to get you another second round pick, even though we have about 30, 40 second round picks already, you can never you can never have a, a, enough second round picks. As we've seen, there's value in second round picks. There's still good players in the second round and you can, you know, package up second round picks to move up like we did for Blau. Or you look at K.J. Martin, who just got traded for second-round picks. You look at Obi Toppin, who just got traded for two second-round picks. So you can still get some young talent in here. And the second-round picks, they have value. They're not sexy, but they do have value for sure. So um, I would definitely move him in, in a trade if it takes seven teams for Damian Lillard for that trade to be done. So be it that's what people are reporting that it's going to take five, six, seven teams to get it done, uh, <laughs> which it just might. It just might. So if he's going to involve in there, we get a second-round pick, or even a young, good player. From the Miami Heat, I would certainly take that as well.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sending him on his way, man. It's, it's nothing against him. He just doesn't, he doesn't fit. The
0: timeline, right, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Johnny Davis needs minutes. Because, look, I'm going I'm, to I'm say this. You know, going back to Wisconsin, he started slow in his career at Wisconsin. I mean, and then he that next year, he was money. And if you look at last year, yeah, his game was a dumpster fire from, <laughs> at the beginning. But, I mean, he went into the G League. He worked his tail off. And you saw a totally different Johnny at the end of the year, man. That last ten games, he was aggressive. You know, he he was starting to pick up the speed of the NBA game. So I think he's going to take it. I think he's going. to I'm not going to say I'm not totally sold right now that he's going to be a breakout candidate. But I'm going to say this: he has a better year this year because he's he's going to work his tail off. Because that's one thing you cannot say about Johnny. Looking at him last year, work ethics not an issue. He's he's going to work on his game. And like I said, going back to Wisconsin, you know, he he that next year he he took a massive step forward as far as his play in the Big Ten. So I like what I see with Johnny, man. I think he's going he's gonna to solidify himself on the second unit this year. I really do. I, I'm a big fan of Johnny. I, I like his drive, man. I know a lot of people down on Johnny, call him a bus. I think it's way too early to call him a bus. I don't think he's a <laughs> bus. You know, I get it. He started out bad. But, again, you got to look at track record, you know, consistency. I mean, as far as – look, we're, we're creatures of habit, man. So if you look at him and how he operates – He started slow, Wisconsin, and he found that speed in the Big Ten. And then, you know, so once he finds that speed in the NBA, man, Johnny's gonna be some. He's gonna be nice. I'm saying, and I know we're gonna get into what we expect out of him going forward. So I can't wait to talk about him, man. But nah, I mean, he needs minutes. I don't want anybody in his way. I mean, Johnny Davis needs to get minutes to second unit. So if Schmetz in the way, send him on his way, man.
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, so let's transition to the summer league roster here. Uh, so Ryan Rollins and Pat Baldwin Jr. They're on the roster at this point because the trade has not been finalized just yet. Uh, we'll see if they are added to the roster because I do want to see those two young guys play for sure. Um, but Kyle Alexander is on the roster from Valencia, two, two 216 pounds. Uh Jules Bernard from the Capital City Gogo, six foot six, two hundred five pounds. Xavier Cooks, your guy. Xavier Cooks. I'm just joking. I don't know if he, I don't think he's your guy. But we did see right, now. Look. <laughs> 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 he's still in the roster. So I mean Grant Williams would take minutes from him as well for all the people concerned about young guys getting their minutes taken away. Uh I'm just joking there. But uh Xavier Cooks, six foot eight, 183 pounds, uh from Australia. That's a guy that Tommy Shepherd brought in. So we'll see what they decide to do with him. This upcoming season, of course, Bilal's on the roster, foot 695 pounds. Johnny Davis, obviously, Quentin Jackson. Uh, I'm excited to see him. Osan, six foot 6'10", center, 200, 235 pounds out of Iowa, Iowa State. Um, DJ Stewart, 6'6", 205 pounds from the Sui Falls Sky Force G League team. Um, um Vazovich. I'm, I'm sorry I mispronounced her, butchering his last <laughs> name, from the Sydney Kings uh in Australia. Uh Tristan Vuksevich, who we just drafted seven foot, seven feet, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. Um, and then Donovan Williams, a guard six feet six, hundred and ninety pounds at, from the Atlanta Hawks. Uh some guys I'm just not too familiar with, Brand, I'm not sure if you're familiar with some of the other guys that I named.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one I'm familiar with, man, is Osan out of Iowa State. I, I looked at him a little bit in Iowa State, man. He's he's in, he's intriguing, man. But yeah, I I D.J. Stewart, man, there there was a prospect for the Orioles named D.J. Stewart. I was like, man, he didn't change sports, man.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So um, I guess we'll do – and then looking at the schedule, too, uh, they play the Indiana Pacers on Saturday night at 8 o'clock. That will be on ESPN2. Then they play the Boston Celtics at 7.30 on uh, NBA TV Saturday night. Then they play Tuesday. They play the Spurs at 10.30 p.m. That most likely will be against Victor Wimbayama. at 10.30 1030 p.m. on NBA TV, so that will be a good one to watch. Um, And then they play against Oklahoma City at 5 o'clock on Friday on ESPNU, so that possibly could be against Chet Holgram. But by by that time, I think they're going to sit Chet because Chet's already played in a couple games in the the other summer league on the West Coast, I want to say the Salt Salt Lake City game, so he'll probably be sitting um, by that game. So um, which players uh, stand out to you? Which games are you looking forward to as well?
2: Ooh. Players that stood out to me, man. I'm gonna start off. Well, I got about five, so definitely bear with me. Um, number one, I'm gonna bring up my man Johnny Davis. What I'm looking for from Johnny Davis, I want him to be a straight dog on the defensive and the offensive end. You know, offensively, man, try to score because I want him to be a scorer. Uh, I mean, I, I, I hear they're trying to make up a point guard. Stop all that. Stop that mess. Now he he's a shooting guard. Put the ball in his hands. Let him score. Because like I said, once he figures out this NBA game, look the last ten games last year. Look, he, he looked all right. You know, he can so I want to see him be a straight dog. And the same thing goes for Bilal Kulabali. Look, I understand the shot. I'm kind of intrigued to see how the shot's gonna go. You know, I'm you know how you know how much does he have to really work on the release. I'm very intrigued. But look, he's a slasher. I want to see him be a dog. I want to see him be very, very aggressive on both ends. That's what I mean. Both of them are really the same goals. I want to see how the you know, I want to see the dog in him straight up. Both of them, you know, I want to see them score. I want to see them shut people down on the defensive end. Uh, Tristan Vucevic, man, um, we know what we, he, we, he can do on the offensive end. Um, defensively, you know, obviously he's not, you know, a defensive guy, but what I want to see is energy on the defensive end. You know, there's a lot of players out here that aren't defensive guys, but I want to see energy. That's a big thing for me. You know, is he putting energy, you know, is, you know, how en- energetic is he on the defensive end? So that's big with him. Uh, Quentin Jackson man the microwave score man i want to see him go off i want to see him dunk on a few folk i want to see a couple (laughs) posters man because look we know brother man can play some basketball he can score i want to see him go off in summer league because i want people to start putting some respect on his name man um xavier cooks i want to see how much he expand his range because coming over from australia very athletic um he can definitely attack the paint but his shot has always been a question. So, I want to see how much, you know, does he has he developed the mid-range? You know, how far is his range? But to me, those are the big five guys. Now, you know, obviously those are pretty much the five guys that I know from the roster. But I mean, those dude, those are the guys that I'm really looking to mostly. <laughs> uh, because I mean like Xavier Cooks, man, look, like you said, Tommy brought him in on a multi-year contract, which at the point at the time was like, really, dude. But you know, he's he's gotta expand his range, man, because in the NBA, you know, you can be athletic, but you know, you can look at guys like Derek Jones Jr. Man, there's a reason why he's a a journeyman. You know, you have gotta find a skill, which is shooting the ball. You know, you gotta you gotta develop a shot. So I want to see if he can expand his range a little bit. But you know, Quentin Jackson, um Koulibaly, and Johnny Davis, I want to see them ball out. You know, on the defensive end, bring that dog out. On the offensive end, look, drive. Try to drive. Try to go to the free throw line. You know, look, this is your time to show people wh- where you're at. You know, so I don't want to see them very, very aggressive. And, you know, again, with Tristan Vucevic, man, we know he can play some on, on the offensive end. You know, he can definitely um, spread the floor. But I want to see if he shows any energy on the defensive end. Because, look, if he starts to show – you know, some energy on defensive end, and even becomes an average defender, then look, he can work his way up to the, the chart because we were just talking about Mike Muscala, you know, if, if and I'm not saying that, you know, some league is going to be that showcase is going to bump him up past Muscala, but I do want to see some energy on the defensive end. So that's where I'm at, man.
0: Yeah, uh, all eyes, a lot of eyes are going to be on Johnny Davis. This is your second year in a summer league. You got to show improvement. You got to show what you worked on in the summertime. He already said that he gained five pounds uh, in the weight room, or five pounds, just five pounds in general. So I'll, I'll take it as five pounds of muscle. So I'm intrigued to see that. Did Taco he get explosive? Yeah, Taco Bell commercial, and that's <laughs> the thing too with confidence and swagger. You know, we saw him as a chill guy in the Greenberg and Betterman commercial. You know, he's just a real chill guy, not a lot of energy. It's kind of just real chill, kind of flat in the commercial. Same thing with the Taco Bell commercial. I know you joked him about that during the season uh, for that Greenberg and Betterman. I want to see confidence. I want to see enthusiasm. I want to see him dominate there. I want to, I want to see the dog. The dog, the, the dog we saw in Wisconsin, that's what I want to see from him in the summer league. Um, he had a hard time getting by guys, a hard, hard time having any counter moves. It was either one or two dribbles and they stopped him and he picked up his dribble. I don't want to see any of that. I want to see him keep his dribble, counter moves. A lot of times he hesitated from the three-point line. He was kind of shy to shoot the three let it fly let it go the rockets game we went to he was what three for, he was like two for 10 or two for 15 from the three-point line yeah it's awful but what i did like is that he actually shot the shot he didn't hesitate at all he didn't think twice he just let it fly let it go let it fly let it go this is not the time to think too much this is a time to showcase yourself and show what you worked on uh in in the offseason so far Get aggressive. He's a good finisher around the rim. The scoop layup that he had in the regular season. He showed some flashes. He had a couple uh, 15, 20-point games in the regular season when he got to play when they sat guys down. So um, be aggressive, man. Be aggressive. And uh, look for your shot and create your own shot. Um, and I want to see them get a get a couple shots in the mid-range for him uh, offensively. Draw up a couple plays for him in the, in the mid-range game. Um, Quentin Jackson, we, I, I think he's going to be a star. I think a lot of people are going to be excited to him. And, and like you said, he's gonna put him, he, I think he's going to put his name on the map in the summer league. Um, and kind of like Glenn Rice Jr. a couple of years ago where he was all summer league. I think Johnny can possibly do something like that. I think Quentin Jackson has the potential to do something like that in the summer league. Uh, Troy Brown Jr., he was all first team summer league. Otto Porter was all first team summer league his second season in the, in the league. So I think one of these guys are capable of doing that for sure. Um, and I think Quentin Jackson is a is guy that is definitely going to get a couple of highlight dunks. Xavier um, area cooks, he didn't look good in the Rockets game that we went to the last game of the season. He had a couple drop passes. Um, couldn't really finish around the rim well. Outside shooting is not his game. He's kind of like an old school Joakim Noah kind of player, but he's not as tall as Joakim Noah. He's six foot eight. Joakim Noah wasn't that tall. He was probably like six ten, which is which is a good height actually. Uh, but that's kind of the way that Xavier cooks play, plays with a lot of energy. Um, and then Vucevic, we know he can shoot. We know he can stretch the floor. So go ahead, go out there and do it. Knock down a couple threes. Run the floor. Put the ball on the floor a little bit. He can dribble. Uh, he can dribble better than a lot of big men out there. So he can put the ball on the floor and create for himself. I do want to see that. Uh, a couple of fadeaway jumpers, but what does he do on the defensive end? Can he hold his own out there, especially since he might be playing against Victor uh, with San Antonio, the Patriots, They got Jairus Walker. So Jairus Walker was drafted what right before, right after Bilal? I think actually right after. So that's gonna be a good matchup right there. That can be a good comparison since they're so close. <clears throat> Excuse me, in, in draft spots. Um, and then of course, all eyes on Bilal. What does he do out there uh, defensively? Johnny Davis said nobody has been able to get by Bilal in, in practice. Now, a lot of people were joking Johnny about that, saying that Johnny hasn't been able to get by anybody because he struggled to do that last year in the summer league. Um, Bilal, could he be a defensive stopper? How does he finish transition? How does he play an in, of in the half court? Uh, how does he handle the basketball? Will Dawkins said he wants the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, so I'm intrigued he just said what, what he does on the offense uh, side of the ball. And then three-point shooting, I'm not expecting him to go out there and hit a bunch of threes. But, Kenny, how does the form look? How does the shot look? How does confidence look shooting the three ball out there? Is he hesitating like Johnny did last year? Um, how is he finishing around the rim, his left hand? He, he's a good. hes good he finishes well with his left hand as well. So I'm intrigued to see that. I'm intrigued to see the Euro stab. I'm intrigued. To, and he's a guy that can dunk on people too. So we got a couple guys that can put some guys on posters for sure. And then um, the other two guys that may be playing, Patrick Baldwin and um, Ryan Rollins, if they do play. I'm excited to see what those guys can do too. Cause Ryan Rollins had a heck of a G League, uh, as Cyrus, who I was our guest last time, he told us. And then he told us, look at Pat Baldwin's shooting form. If Pat Baldwin plays, he said that Pat Baldwin has the perfect shooting form. And Pat Baldwin certainly, certainly is a shooter, He's a 6'10 shooter that can get hot from the three point line. So those are the guys I'm certainly looking for. And the other guys too, I'm not familiar with. So I just want those guys to be aggressive and come in. Summer League is a, it's kind of a game or a league where you just throw the ball out there and guys are just kind of, guys can definitely be selfish because it's their last chance to showcase that they can play in the NBA, or they're trying to show guys that they can play overseas. Um, So it's going to be a lot of fun, but at the same time, it's going to be a lot of tough. um, It's going to be business for a lot of guys trying to showcase that this, that that this may be their last opportunity to play in the NBA or or get a contract overseas.
2: Yeah. I'm saying right now, man, I'm a, I'm saying bucket. Johnny Davis is going to take a step. He's going to average 10 bucket. This 10? year, this year this year, absolutely. Oh, this year. Okay. In the summary, I was
0: about to say 10 is not a lot, Oh, in the 10 yeah, in the league, that's good. That would be good for
2: him. I'm telling you, man, because look, I'm a believer, man. You know, look, I, I understand he looked bad last year, man. But I'm a believer in his work, work ethic, man. I think he's gonna step up, man. I think he's gonna average 10 this year. Book it. I said it here first. And when it happens, gotta give me my respect. Like but I mean, I'm saying, man, his work ethic, man. I'm saying right now, they're gonna let people know. Him and Bilal and Summer League are going to let people know, man. They're going to go on ball out. Because, look, they've got nothing but time this year to play ball. There's nobody holding them up. There's no veteran. We're not trying to make the playoffs. Look, this is their year to play. So I, you best believe, Ben. I think that um, Johnny Davis and Bilal are going to come out and Summer League and let people know, man. You're going to let them know. So, yeah, I'm, right. I'm excited, man. I'm definitely excited for the summer league, man. Yeah, I'm definitely. excited because it's the first basketball in a minute. So, let's get yeah, it. I know.
0: I know. yeah. And we'll be going live after each game. They play Saturday at 8 o'clock. So, we're going to go live after that. And Sunday night, we're going to go live after that game as well. The 1030 game is a little iffy on Tuesday night, but we're going to do our best uh, to go live after that. So, we're going to chop, chop it up with you guys. Last, before we get off, um, I guess we'll do a couple over under Shout out to Price Picks. And maybe FanDuel might have some of the uh, player points on there and some props and stuff. I know FanDuel has some betting stuff on their prospects too. Um, but Johnny Davis over under 13 points a game in this whole week.
2: Ooh, I'm rolling over.
0: Okay. And then Bilal, eight points over under.
2: Mm, under.
0: Okay. Uh, it's a tough one for me. I'm going to go under on Bilal for points as well. I agree with you on that. Um, and then Johnny Davis, uh, man, you know, I, I, I'll go with you on the over on that. I will. I'll go with you on over. I think he's going to get a lot of shots. He's okay. going to go shoot the ball a lot. He's going to be very aggressive. Um, and I think Quentin Jack's going to have a really good summer. League. But uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening as well, and make it locked on Wizards your first listen every day for every day or tomorrow on the show. Make sure you guys check us out. We will be talking about Tyus Jones uh, and his impact, his possible potential impact on the roster coming up. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button and the notification bell as well. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you guys get a podcast. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.